Yo, yo, you're listening to The Last Second Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Perkle. Each episode, I tell the story within the story behind the major headlines of today and of times forgotten to my unsuspecting friends, Chase, Jake, and Billy. So sit back, relax, crack a beer, and enjoy the mischief. There we go. And there was one less crack because someone is an alcoholic and, and couldn't wait. It happens to the best of us. Yep. Uh, today we're drinking Shock Top, and we will be rating all these beers on our website, lastsecondpodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Yep. Perfect. All right, well, uh, I'll let you guys introduce yourselves. I got Billy right here. Hey, I'm Billy. And I got Chase. What's up, Chase? And got Jake. I'm Jake, apparently also the alcoholic of the group. Yes, yes he is, without resp- uh, whatever it's called. No one can argue it. Qualified. Yes. Qualified, certified, AA member. All right. So how we're going to break down this podcast is each week or however often we do upload or do sit here and get together and get a chance to drink some beers together and talk about uh, some stories that happen in sports. Um, I'm going to go into some news that's happened in sports recently at the time of recording, and then we'll get into the story. Um, first, we have a high school football coach who is now in the Supreme Court because after games he would kneel and pray. And it's been taken to the Supreme Court. The reason being is because the people who are against or are for the separation of church and state are taking it all the way to the Supreme Court. What do you guys think? Which... Which state is this in? Yeah, actually, I'm curious, too. Let's see. Washington. Mm. You don't, you don't <laughs> hear much come out of Washington. No, it's like, crazy, right? Especially sports, since they get, like, a month of sunlight. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong, I, dude. I'm curious, like, did they... So. How did he, what, what brought it up? Like what, how so did it... this is the quote from the CEO of Americans United for separation of church and state. Official. Quote, the coach is a mixture of fear and awe and you want in with the coach. You want playing time. You don't want the bench. So there, so she's so... essentially saying she's making people or he's making people come around and pray with him. So they get a better spot on the team. Okay. I mean, I can get that. I mean, if you're like, you know, I think back to high school, like, you know, you want to get on the coach's good side. You don't want to, you probably, oh, I mean, suck up that much. Yeah. No, I mean, dude, I, I feel like with, with football, if you're just, just like when I was coaching, we would pray before and after games and stuff like that. And usually be a big team. Both teams would come on the field and we pray together and stuff. And I feel like it's kind of, an unwritten rule like if you you can come and attend you don't have to be sitting there hardcore like banging your head on the floor praying to god or you can just kind of stand around and be with your teammates i don't really feel like it's a forceful act yeah, i feel like it's more about like the com- camaraderie of like right you know you're getting ready for the game like mental state wise yeah. not i think there especially nowadays i think there is a fine line between being forced to pray especially when it's not in a group situation where you're just gathering morale like before the game um kind of yeah. like a pre-game 
you know, pep talk. And during practice where maybe he's like, you know, we gotta, we gotta pray for you real quick. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, does it give any kind of scope on like, well, it sounds like he's pretty hardcore with it or that, I mean, that could just be overdone. He's not going to stop. This man (laughs) is hard pressed. Um, There's more um, in here, but basically the guy like grew up. He was adopted, so both his parents, I don't know if they gave him up or his parents were dead, but he never felt at home, so he was like a huge delinquent in high school. Mm-hmm. And then it says he watched a movie, and he said God wanted him to watch that movie, and he became super religious afterwards, and then started praying after every game, started doing all that stuff. You know, what movie was it? Um, I have to find, you, I need to find You just don't part. hear a lot of movies, like, no. turning you to Christ. Like, no. no. you have, like, some exquisite, oh, how do you say that? Uh, Existential. Yeah, like, crisis like that, not, like. What movie do you think God it was? It had to be something movie. like Paranormal Activity. I know it, but I want to hear, no. It's <laughs> religion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it scares the <laughs> shit out of you. scared straight, like, oh, I need God. <laughs> Don't let the thing, Paranormal <laughs> Activity, Don't kill me. Don't grab my legs. <laughs> That's why just, like, profusely playing after games. He's not even worried about the players. Facing the Giants, a Christian sports drama in which a downtrodden football team is lifted to the state championship after the coach decides to praise God on the field. Okay, I've never heard of that title So what I'm, what, I, what I'm getting from this, and I don't want <clears throat> to bash into the guy, but this screams, like, small-time town, huge abandonment issues, has no idea who he is, has no idea what he wants to do in life, and he's thinking about taking a job as a coach, and watches a movie and literally is like, I'm going to be that guy that's on the movie screen. That's just what screams me. He just, he found who he was in that movie. Was he on drugs? He could be on drugs. You know, I don't know. You know hey, Christ is his drug. <laughs> Not a lot of God-fearing Christians are on drugs, Billy. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> that, uh, that's, that movie sounds scarier than Paranormal Activity to me. Yeah, there's a lot going on in that movie. I almost feel like we should watch it. It almost sounds like, uh, was he already coaching before this? No, this was his first uh, coaching job. He didn't know if he wanted to do it, and then he watched the movie and decided to do it. Okay, so like, are they just asking him? So they're just like asking him to stop, like, or just they like not do stop. it with the team? They want him to stop because oh my god, he's, it's feeling. They feel like he's forcing people to pray with him on the field. I feel like because he's not stopping. This is not a Catholic school, right? I'm assuming no, it's a it's public, public school. I think. Where does the school stand? Did I think the was school? There an it's not the school that's going after him. It's the district and like the board of education and stuff like that in Washington. Mm-hmm. So it's like those groups who are not wanting anything religious to take place in big group settings and stuff like that, and they want let's focus on religion more. I mean, I don't know. I guess more on the state. But it's not like he's gonna sit there and make him do the Pledge of Allegiance at halftime. I know? expected this from Texas. Like when you mm-hmm. first said it, I was like, "This is Texas, hundred percent." Good old boy football. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's such bigger issues. Just so right? much. Like there's just so well, much maybe money not, being spent. On... Maybe not for these people. When I was mean, the last time you ever heard? What was it? The Coalition of Separation of church and state or, or yeah church and state that's... rachel laser president and ceo so when you're Lazer. president and ceo of anything you have nothing better to do this yeah. is all you do every day and there's just nothing going on if you can fill both of those positions 
of Americans United for Separation of Church and State. Man. I mean... Really just I mean, you know, this is something where I would love to get an interview from one of the players mm-hmm. or an assistant coach yeah. to see, is this a thing where maybe this person with the separation of church and state committee or whatever it was, um, maybe they're just out to get them. They saw it and they don't like it and they know it occurs elsewhere, but... Mm-hmm. They can only attack one person at a time. Yeah, or maybe the guy sucker. really does just push the limits of a pregame prayer, you know? Yeah. Well, it's a postgame. That's the thing. It's postgame. It's so it's after? Like, it's after the game, and he runs out onto the middle of the field after every game, and players join him, and he prays. Is, so that, like, like, is, that, like a, is that like a normal thing that, like— The team always gets together after a football game. They get in a big huddle. The coach talks about the game okay. a little bit, tries to either tell them, you know, you guys are amazing or you guys fucking suck, and this is what's going to happen the rest of the season. That's kind of stuff that goes on. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind One of or the other. No, no in between yeah. garbage yeah. town or we're going to be a success. Exactly. Just, you know, look at the scoreboard. This is the rest of the season if you don't straighten up. Like, that's the yeah. kind of stuff that goes on in those times. There's also, you get together, you know— some teams pray, some don't, but, you know. Just picture it, you know. He's just, you know, you guys better go to church this Sunday and really ask God for your forgiveness after that loss because that was bad. <laughs> Not even Jesus can save you. See, okay, year. then now we kind of get it then because, like, if you're, if you're, like, if you're threatening just your like players. slamming players' heads on the floor. Pray harder! <laughs> you feel it? Yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah, coach. Yeah, God's, God's here. I know it. <laughs> God can't even improve the 40 times. No, uh-uh. No, that's... um. That's... Satan would have caught that ball, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, so, is there, Supreme Court now, is there just... just Deciding I mean, on whether or not it's, like, private prayer, mm-hmm. and people are joining of their own free will, or if it's coerced. I guess that's what they're trying to figure yeah. out. I think it's a pretty simple case, in my opinion. I don't think you can... The only thing they're going for is like, well, the players play for them, you know, so they're yeah. going to want to get a better position. Be that's, obligated. Yeah, if you're, if you're painting a picture for a case, you're not you're not going to win it. Yeah, I, I mean, think. also you're like, if you want those kids to you know testify or whatever, they're in the most they're in the most awkward spot to say anything because they're if like, you, look, uh, look, if you want playing time, you will testify for me, and <laughs> you will not. Say that I'm telling you to do this shit. Yeah. Okay, coach. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Sure. So their points working against against them. You want to spot in the gates of heaven? You better <laughs> smarten up, boy. <laughs> you better testify and pray. Um, the other thing in news is you guys heard about Ben Simmons at all recently? Ben Simmons. He's the player. Um, he used to play for the 76ers. Mm-hmm. He's like a six-seven point guard. He's kind of he, he's good. He's a good player, but he's. I don't, know, he, I don't know if he's unmotivated or just quits easily, but the dude, basically, they're in game four tonight, the Nets and the um, Celtics. So okay. recently, Ben Simmons got traded to the Nets. It was a big deal. It was a five-year, $177 million oh contract. God. So fucking money, money. Um, dude, I've never even <clears throat> heard of this guy. Yeah, and he's he's good, man. He, he But you know why you haven't heard of him? The motherfucker hasn't played since last June. <laughs> it, it, last Did June. Did he just blow up or something? Well, he hurt. He got hurt, but now it's kind of like this weird thing where it's like you know, um, 
it's almost like he's like waking up in the day and is like, nah, I don't feel it. And like just doesn't play. It's it's crazy. <laughs> he 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 had been ten days a great and then literally before the game tonight, he was like, Yeah, no, my back hurts. <laughs> Nothing like <laughs> And then you're just like yeah, coach him out. Yeah, yeah, and you can't tell him that you can't force yeah. him to play. Yeah, and then we'll have another Nothing what? Like Odell uh, Beckham situation. What is that? Three and a half, a little over three and a half million dollars a year mm-hmm. to not play. I mean, uh, thirty-five. Th- million yeah, yeah, dollars. a little more. Yeah, like <laughs> more. thirty-five million dollars a year, so a little over that. God, does uh, does this happen often in hockey, Billy? Um, no, no, they're pretty tough out there. I, I think they'd get kicked out of the league pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, I think back soreness is a prereq to playing hockey. Yeah, but the reason I bring this up is because it's it's something that's so apparent because he's such a high profile player that like when they go back and do contract negotiations in a few years, owners are gonna start asking for pay for play contracts mm. to be put into stuff and that's a whole nother ball game and i was watching uh Stephen a smith yell about this earlier and he's just like when they go back and when the nba owners try and say we're only paying you if you play and that's how contracts go they're gonna call it the ben simmons rule <laughs> <laughs> what a I mean, way to honestly, be remembered man Brian, how do you pay or go down with that reputation i mean play or go down yeah, with that reputation exactly you know? exactly it's like dude back soreness icy hot Shaq has yeah. got you just throw it on your lower yeah. back and play for 10 minutes he's got you know? insurance as well so yeah. i mean you'll be fine yeah he's got the general he's got everything he can even refurnish I, a house pretty sure rafael nadal used to get cortisone shots in between sets yeah yeah to so, play I mean, and he's a tennis player yeah yeah well no they yeah they're they're pussies yeah <laughs> i can't so so he still hasn't played or is that still I mean, I can't Still believe... Still hasn't played a whole year. That's insane to me. And it's just... Uh, it's getting to a point now where... I don't even think you can justify it anymore. Like, just give it a game. It's it's literally... They're down 3 nothing in the series, and he's sitting out, so they'll probably lose. So that's the end of the season. So he just so doesn't even will, care... He they doesn't even care about winning. Year. They'll pay him for playing for his part of the year... And he won't have touched the court once. I feel like... He won't even suit it up once. I feel like teams, looking at it from a legal perspective, why don't they already have a clause that says, like, once they're cleared to play by a doctor, they have this many games to get back on the court, or we can legally Because they the really contract. haven't had a precedent for this. Because it's, it's one thing when it's an injury-related thing, right? So you have to sit out an entire season because your ankle snaps in half, like Gordon yeah. Hayward. Yeah. So there's buyouts and there's there's things in place for injuries. But when we're talking about an entire year and it's back soreness, it kind of goes into this gray area of, well, he can shoot the ball, he can run around with the team, and he can do everything, but he's just not playing. Wait, so he's practicing too? Like, he, he goes out in the warm-ups. Like, for 10 days straight, he went out in warm-ups and was shooting the ball and stuff. And then just <laughs> they were they were waiting for him to come back. And then literally game four comes up, and he comes, he's like, back hurts, can't play. Like, I think, that's literally what happened. I think the bigger question to ask is how will this affect LeBron's legacy? I think <laughs> this this one thing, this one thing, he's no longer the GOAT. Yeah, yeah. If If LeBron did this, like... Oh my god! I would love to see it happen. Honestly, oh my god, funny. I'd watch that. Big 
yeah didn't he's he just, didn't I'm ben out. simmons also date one of the jenners at one point he did i think okay that was the that curse ex- yeah it's the curse I, of the uh, jenner family dude Got that back blowout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he blew out something. Yeah. All right. If that's what he wants to go well, na- down for. So I be it. Think you have to. Yeah. I feel like he's. Pl- I mean, if he, if I'm him and no one's holding me to it, I. I mean, just, but like that, your competitive spirit really just has to be dead to yeah. not yeah. play, and yeah. you're already getting paid. What did you say? Thirty-five million dollars a year. One hundred seventy-seven million over five years. I mean, so, yeah, like that's how much I'll make in a couple of days. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that's pretty low. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. I've been actually doing really well in crypto, so follow me for advice. <laughs> oh God! Uh, All right. Well, I think he's just yeah, but he's just Billy. I uh, I don't think you have to worry about that with LeBron. Didn't he say earlier this year he wants to play with his son? If that ever happens, that'll be one of the coolest Crazy. things in sports. Said that's what he wants to do before he retires. So come on, LeBron, if you're listening. I don't know how old. Uh, come on, Bronny. Bronny is, but... Do it. I think he's a junior or sophomore in high school. So I mean, he's literally so three years away. He's just gonna have to Tom Brady it, you know. Well, he'll have to. What do they call it when a college player leaves college early? Just a one and done. Uh, Baby boomer. You know what I kind of feel bad for is. Doesn't LeBron also have like multiple kids? Because he has like Bronny, and then he has like two younger sons. I think he, he has three sons. I just feel bad for those other sons. You have Bronny, yeah. who's named after the goat. Mm-hmm. And, the and then you have the unnameable. <laughs> I don't even know. Yeah, yeah. The other I was just like, I don't. <laughs> this I, don't is know. The I mean, firstborn. How do you yeah. convince yeah. your other kids that there's not a favorite? <laughs> no, guy. He's you know. He's, I mean, should we really feel that bad though? No. I mean, they're gonna be f- just so okay. Yeah. yeah, you think so? <laughs> you think he's making that money? Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. He's not riding the bench for. They could all go to school mil, but... and get liberal arts degrees and oh. be fine. Fine. Yeah. Oh, Jake's calling out liberal arts. Okay. I'm just. <laughs> I'm... <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but there's a lot of... Uh... Well, you don't think critical dance theory applies to the real-life world? Um... It applies to my life. <laughs> yeah. Ha! The expression is key. You know, TikTok is a, is a big moneymaker. So. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, you're right. All right, well, you guys want to get into this? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, chapter one, her story. I'm not fucking with you guys. <laughs> I'm completely oh, fucking really? with you guys. I'm, I'm not oh, about to do oh, that. Oh no! The last. What was that? What was that movie we saw? Oh, uh, the Last Duel. The Last Duel. Oh. Great film. Spend money for it, please. <laughs> Go watch it. Tell us. What bring you your children. It's a great family movie. <laughs> Don't bring your kids. <laughs> but yeah, go watch it. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Yeah. All right. There is no such thing as bad publicity. That's a quote by P.T. Barnum. Publicity, notice or attention given to someone or something by the media. Mm -hmm. So what do you guys, what do you guys think of that quote? What do you guys think about publicity? Well, I mean, like, bad publicity, going back to Kardashians, like, Kim Kardashian released a sex tape and people took that as, like, bad publicity now our whole family is like very well runs the world yeah seems like so that's my i mean like i agree like get what you can get 
and spin it. I wish I could make a sex tape. That would make me hundreds of millions of dollars. <laughs> exactly. You still can. The world <laughs> you is your can. oyster, Billy. Hey, yeah. Billy, and she's going to still tell you to work hard. <laughs> no, sorry. Work harder. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's apparent now more than ever. Um, I think people that are already in the mainstream media have it easier. They can do whatever they want, and they're going to stir up a shit storm. Yeah. Um, if you're not already in the mainstream media and you do something bad, then you're just going to look like a bad guy. But I mean, either way you'll get your name made. I feel like also, um, Conor McGregor did that. Like just had everyone hate him. And then guess who jumped on that once he was done? Jake Paul. Yeah. He just literally did a copy and paste of like, Oh man, he, he got so rich. Yeah. Off of everyone just hating him. Yeah. So you hate Jake Paul? No. He's a Jake Pauler for sure. <laughs> I have a tattoo to prove it. No, He's the best boxer of all time, man. It facts. Yeah. Undefeated. <laughs> all right. Runs in the family. So just keep publicity in, in the back of your head for this. All right. We all said it's you know, it's not a bad thing. Or there's no such thing as bad publicity. High school. A time in everyone's life filled with teenage angst, highs and lows, and problems inside and outside the classroom. High school athletes deal with this on top of a demanding schedule outside of school. Mm. High school athletes with promise deal with all this while also being shoved into the spotlight of an entire country. However, high school athletes without promise deal with everything while watching their dreams of playing at the next level fade away. You, can, you don't have to be quiet about it. Here's your beer, Alky Holly. The, what, double A member over here? <laughs> double A. <laughs> My name's Jake, and I'm from Friends with Everybody Here. <laughs> Injuries, poor coaching, lack of opportunity, and the aforementioned are walls a student-athlete must overcome in order to have the opportunity to be a part of a roster at the next level. This is how millions of high schoolers spend their adolescence every single year. So now I'm going to go into some stats. And this is kind of crazy when I was, like, going through it. Just over a million high school boys play football in a given year. It is said that only 7% of these 1 million athletes go on to play in college. It is also said that 2% go to play in Division I NCAA football. I mean... Sense. 2% though is just crazy I mean, with how many D1 schools I, they have. You said a million a year go to play college football? No, a million a year play high school. High school. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. College. I was about to say, there's more colleges what? than I thought. <laughs> there's a lot. Wow. <laughs> it's all those no-name ones you just like, go under the rug. Yeah. Really set so, the bar really low for myself. So I wanted to just put in like a little simile for this or just some kind of comparison for real world so it's like imagine applying for a job you go through the first round of interviews alongside a hundred other people it's an absolute dream job everything you want it's just like a perfect career the interview process lasts four years after all the time and effort put forth during this interview process you find that only seven people of the 100 will be selected mm. And if you're lucky enough to make it through this interview process, you go through training. But during training for the job, five people will be picked for a lesser job. 
and only two trainees will go for the dream job. And I forgot to mention, this training process will last three to four years as well. At the end of this seven to eight year journey for a dream job, you find out that there is one last test. You find out that there are thousands of other 100-man interview processes happening at the, same, at the very same time as yours. So after everything you have been through to become part of the final two trainees, you may not be picked for the job at all. This is the path to becoming a professional football player. A meager 0.023% of high school football players realize this dream. See, I feel like that's I feel like that's just pretty apparent up front. Yeah. Like that's the angle I'm taking is like they if you're really going to strive for that and I know there's obviously like the, you know, outliers of like, oh, you go to this certain school and mm-hmm. they're going to propel you to D1 no matter what. Yeah. Which is, you know, obviously probably broken, but Alabama. I mean, Alabama. I mean, no, I'm talking even high school, high school teams yeah. like they, oh, yeah. you know, they are already they're like, yeah, we had 15 D1 recruits last year mm-hmm. come to our school, travel halfway across the country to make this happen. Yep. I feel like if you're going to play football and you really want that, then that's, you know, you know, what well, you're gonna I mean, face. it's really hard to think about when you're a freshman in high school for, I mean, I'm trying to think back when I was a freshman in high school, I was like, you know, what? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, trying to put that into perspective, like I could have uh, hit him. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know, and I feel like it's like a. I don't. I think you're right. Like it's not talked about enough. Like it, people should be able to. You know, coaches should be well, not coaches, but maybe the parents should be real with their kids. Like, yeah. Hey, it's you're so... you're five eight and one forty. Yeah. You're, well, you're maybe golf, not- <laughs> tennis. Yeah, I mean, you you bring the parents into it too, and that's like a whole nother yeah. element to it. Yeah, if you don't have the dad or mom that's gonna tell you to even when you don't have practice to go, you know, throw the ball with friends or get out there and run, yeah, hit the gym, you're not going to make it. No, it, it, it takes right. a lot more than just going to practice. Yeah, you know they're. There are high school kids watching film every night, figuring out how they can improve. And the craziest part about that is there are high school kids who work every single day. They study all the time. They do everything they can within their power to try and go play at the next level, and they're just not good enough. And they sunk all that time to go and try and be a preferred walk-on in a small university. That's crazy. I mean, that is, like, that's pretty soul crushing so soul crushing I mean, for an 18 year old to go through that and then that's to realize to the world you're not good enough ah it's just crazy to me and you know if they have their head on straight and you know they're going to this small time college to play football i'm sure they realize that they just have a love for the game there's a very good chance that they're not going anywhere and at this point, they're just going to play under the lights and get a win, you know? Yeah, yeah. play at that point. I think you're right. And I mean, but no, keep going. Go for I, it. I don't want to be the person to say that there's some kid out there who uh, has his expectations too high and is going to kind of get his dreams crushed, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. It's good. I mean, there's no good person tell you i mean that's why you run into people in college that are like yeah i mean (laughs) (laughs) 
there's always that guy that's like, yeah, I mean, I was killing it in high school. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you, you're, you don't want to be that guy. I'd be like, what, what happened? <laughs> He's like, nah, I don't know. It just didn't didn't work oh, out. Yeah. I would make so much more money as a talent. <laughs> you, man, you could make a YouTube channel off of going around and crushing hopes and dreams and sports. Oh, I want to make it really easy. No, you make it go great. to go to the local uh, racetrack where there are kids racing go karts oh, and whoa. small race cars, things like that. And go pick out all the ones whose parents make under two hundred grand a year. Let them know they just have no chance. <laughs> Honestly, every Sounds time like he's talking about his past. <laughs> <laughs> every time Jake is it's relatable. Whenever we're Therapy. watching a race, Jake's like, "Yeah, this guy's grandfather owned these all these dealerships or something like that." And, you know, he was the inventor of oil and the wheel. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I could I could I name mean, a long list of kids in the top three nascar series who uh i used to race with and they just you know spent their way to the top yep. and granted some of them are good now but you can buy good coaching too yeah and some of them sound like they're the worst <laughs> yeah, some of them have still that, the same that's people. why every time i'm watching like nfl football and i see a blown acl i'm like oh damn that dude. sucks because yeah. that's oh, yeah. his whole life well, and that's the yeah. other outlier i don't think you really touched on very much is like you grind to your like senior year and you got scholarships you got all this if you i don't know if this is a rule or not with schools but if you commit to a school and then like your last game or something like you blow your acl out Mm -hmm. do they have to still honor that it's depending on the school so i knew somebody who was accepted to elon and um, in his senior year, he got hurt pretty bad, and Elon decided to acknowledge the scholarship and let him come on. Good for you, Elon. I mean, he didn't. Yeah, he good didn't. Job. He. I don't think he ever played really, yeah. um, but they just gave him basically, you know, a full ride because he was good to play, and then he got hurt. And well, you know, I, mean, I, I stopped keeping up after that, but I just know that they gave him a scholarship. Still, no, yeah. they just old yell room. It. Uh, <laughs> it. They're trying to put him down. Oh, the ACL's oh, gone. No. Oh, he's not going to be getting off the line. Why don't anymore. you come back to the locker room? <laughs> yeah, I'll take care of this when I'm back. <laughs> it. Uh, it depends on what it is, too. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine um, who was going to college for baseball, and he got hurt outside of the sport, um, doing something pretty irresponsible. Oh boy! Long story short, they lost. He lost his whole scholarship. He had to change Damn. schools, yeah, because it's not something where he got hurt on the field. Or, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's a you know totally different situation, I guess. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. But at the end of the day, boys are gonna do stupid shit. You know. Yeah. 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 I mean, Actually, and girls happened. and girls. Yeah. Okay. Oh God. <laughs> People Did you just classify. <laughs> keep going <laughs> move on uh, so, so anyways <laughs> Aaron Boyd this podcast shit is tough huh yeah huh <laughs> Aaron Boyd a junior in high school dreamed of playing college football and spent most of his time in high school trying to make this dream a reality Boyd was selected to take part in an Adidas football camp okay. at this camp Boyd was approached by a coach his name Roy Johnson 
Anybody familiar? Don't with? know who that is. Enlighten no. us. Well, I, you guys will know, and you'll know exactly who I'm talking about in about 15 minutes. Roy was the head ball coach for the Christians of Faith Academy. Roy promised Boyd the opportunity for national spotlight, the rare chance to prove his ability by playing against some of the best academy teams in the country. Boyd saw this as an opportunity to take another step towards his dream. In 2018, Boyd accepted a spot on the roster of Christians of Faith Academy and made the move to his new school to develop his craft and become a better player. Now, <clears throat> football academies operate on a different set of rules from your average high school. So, I don't know if you guys are familiar with football well, that's like the academies. I, guess I was talking about. Yeah. yeah so, imagine a campus where academics and athletics are at the they're at the top. Like that's yeah. all they care about. It's a place where even students who weren't athletes could gain credibility in the sports world. So, like, it's that's that big. Wild. Apparently, religion at this one. Religion, yes. Uh, that's the next topic. Without going into too much detail, it's essentially a breeding ground. You're either wealthy or you're talented. Okay. That's it. You can be talented and poor or untalented and wealthy. And that's the only way you're getting into this school, into those kinds of schools. Um in short, high school sports are dominated by these unique institutions that provide a more specialized experience than the basic education public school students receive. Boyd, full of hope, <laughs> excitement, and nervousness, arrived on campus. But the campus he arrived at was different from what he was told. <sighs> Players were currently staying at a Delaware County hotel while the coaches said they were, quote, waiting for the dorms to be ready. Dang, not even the Marriott? Nope. <laughs> Delaware County Hotel. I don't even know what that could be. A La Quinta Inn. That could be bad. It starts off Delaware County. They just don't want to say Motel 8. Yeah. Yeah, right. They got to spruce it up. So after a short stint at a county hotel, boys started staying at Airbnbs and other less reliable forms of housing. Quote, at one point, I stayed with a girl in her college dorm. Good for oh, him. Hey. Fucking player. You gotta make do with that what you got. He gets it. <laughs> I'll crack one to that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> there you go. Shout out to him. What about food, you ask? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, they had plenty of food throughout the day. Oh, no. And then the money ran out. Boyd said the players did what they needed to do to survive. At what? that point, stealing from grocery stores, oh my dining God. and dashing, etc. How is where <laughs> fuck okay. does the credibility of this school come from? Well, this guy promised them this stuff, you know. <laughs> well, it's a Christian school, so yeah, Christians of Faith Academy, you know. This was in Delaware. Your hunger can be fed by Christ. God, God's got your back. Prayer and fasting gets you through the day. But at least they will be able to play against some of the best academy teams in the nation for recognition, right? Wrong again. <laughs> a game set up against IMG Academy, one of the premier academy teams in the country, was canceled. This was odd. Why would a team cancel a game they had previously accepted? Well, the school's AD decided to look into Christians of Faith Academy. After a little research, he decided to cancel the game due to the school's address being a nearby church named 3rd Episcopal District of the AME Church. Weird. Mm. That was a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. 
for an elite academy program such as COF Academy, this was an odd place to set up your headquarters. Yet again, another broken promise. Hmm. This is where it gets a little sad, fellas. This now? Now. It's been sad already. <laughs> Quote, we weren't going to school. I actually wanted to go to a real school. We weren't going to school at first, and I thought it was cool at first. And then it was like, man, what am I doing? Aaron Boyd. It's like when you're paying, <clears throat> paying a lot of money for college, and you skip class one too many times, and you're like, what? wait. What's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> a little uh, self-guilt going on. Uh, yeah. I don't know about my my double-A member, but <laughs> I only did that like twice. So. Mm-hmm. I, mm. But Except got, this college doesn't have a dining hall. Yeah. And, <laughs> it has a dining and, hall. And you just have to go across the street and, to the food and line. And he wants to go to school. <laughs> and or school. Oh, I just he, imagine, he wants to learn. I just imagine seeing a team oh, of football uh, players rolling into a food line, ransacking the deli <laughs> section, and sprinting 50, out. 50 human beings. <laughs> Grab the rotisserie. We gotta get out of here. Couple One can feed two of us. We need, we need the Move car. 42. Move 42. <laughs> that was the blazes. best, cor- that's the best coordination training. Things. Get the center and the linebackers. Hit the cashiers on the way out. So Boyd left the program after a roller coaster of a year. He no longer plays football and had to redo his junior year in order to even get a chance to play his senior year at a new school. He hopes to enroll at the University of Cincinnati, another football dream vanquished in a most peculiar way. So he's he's hoping to go to Cincinnati. He's just going for a student. He's just trying to go to a student. He he, he can't even do football anymore. Damn. Wow. That's a... Oh, I thought... Okay, I was a little confused. I thought it was junior year of high school and this guy promised him to go to... Junior year of high school, and this guy promised him he get to play against the premier, like teams in the country. And now and he's going around. to. So now, because he left the school because it's such a shit show. Yeah, yeah. And he had to go to a new school with all new people, yeah. no credits, nothing. He basically spent a year jerking off in yeah. a La Quinta Inn and in some girl's Airbnb, <laughs> and he couldn't do anything about it because the person in Not charge of it all. It's not a sponsor. The person in charge of all fucked it all up, and so now he, he and so he had to reclass essentially to even right. be able to play football for a senior season, and then he's like, "Yeah, my football dreams are gone. You know, I can't play football. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's just kind of." So is this guy getting in trouble? Is he like? We'll get there. <laughs> Good lord, oh Boyd God. left the program after a roller coaster of a year. Oh wait, we already read that. Why did this happen? Question mark. Was this a freak occurrence? Who was responsible for the downfall of Aaron Boyd and a slew of high school athletes that attended Christians of Faith Academy? Whatever happened to Christians of Faith Academy? Well, in November of 2018, Roy Johnson, head coach of CF, COF Academy, along with NFL veteran and former Ohio State football player Jay Richardson, you're welcome, Billy. Yep. We're O-H-I-O. sued. <laughs> we're sued by First Merchants Bank and a slew of businesses. I wonder why. Why is the head coach of COF Academy being sued by First Merchants Bank after such a successful season? Well, apparently, Roy used the 3rd Episcopal District of the AME Church to help receive a loan to the tune of $100,000, which he didn't make a single payment on. Wow. (laughs) He was also being sued for other various types of fraud. To make matters worse, Roy did not have that kind of ownership or position in the church. 
to do so in the first place. So like, okay. wh- who's 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 in the- <laughs> okay? No, no, no. Back up. Who's in the bank that's just like oh, who's giving out these loans? Approved. Yeah. This is definitely, you seem reliable, dude. It's definitely some girl who's a huge Ooh. Jay Richardson fan, and was oh. just like, if you give me the chance to meet this guy, and somehow Roy made it happen. She's uh, like, yeah, I'll sign this, and then yeah, like, like, you know, you never went, saw me. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's just it's 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 fucking mind blowing. I don't well, know how, how they got that that hundred thousand dollar loan. And how did Jay? Richardson end up yeah how did he get tied up because this? Well, this guy's a huge con man Dude. he literally probably met him one time well, what's the coach's name the the guy that like coerced everyone Roy Johnson the Roy okay Roy Johnson probably talked to the NFL I can't remember the names he probably just to talked endorse to the school and yeah stuff. yeah exactly he's like, like hey that. do you want to be the head of our you want to be like the face I guess of he our endorsement everyone you want a massive everyone. liability yeah, yeah, right? Oh and then Jay gosh. Richardson, I looked it up. I tried to figure out what happened to Jay Richardson in this. And he's like, I was never associated with this. I don't know who that person is. I have no idea what's going on. Denied. And, hey, I'm hey, like, that's his lawyer. That's <laughs> his, like, he's got a good lawyer. Fuck? I mean, guys, I was writing this. And I was just going to start from the beginning where I thought was the beginning. And then I looked into it more. And I'm like, there's so much more. And when I, when I get to this, you guys are going to be like, holy fuck. <laughs> so, to sum it up. Roy Johnson used fraudulent misrepresentation to receive a loan for the 3rd Episcopal District of the AME Church, the same church that was operating as the headquarters for his school, COF Academy. Hence, how he was able to pay for a football program, lodging, hotels, and food for a short time. Roy Johnson's career was finished. Criminal record of fraud. Roy never coached football again. Uh, oh no! Uh, until <laughs> until no. the following year, when Roy Johnson opened up a new school under the name of Bishop Sycamore. One. Oh, <laughs> wait, he got away with it twice. Oh my God! How are people not keeping? Oh my God! <laughs> it took one year. One year. <laughs> it took one year, and he opened up a new school. Isn't there another school with the word bishop in it? Bishop Gorman. Maybe. That's so what do you guys think about so far? I I, I thought it was gonna take a dark turn. I and he was gonna am, like off himself or something due to the negative media, but I mean uh, no, he was like no, I can do this again. <laughs> He's like I've done it once. <laughs> I, can, I can do it twice. Double down and do it with the Lord's help. Yeah, we can do it and alone, baby. <laughs> Anything's possible. It's just so crazy. Do you want to meet an Ohio State football player? <laughs> Give me that loan, yeah, and I'll, I'll introduce you to Jay. <laughs> I can guarantee he you. He should have got into, like, prep tennis or something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, something not as big something, time as something football. More, he could have right. made, yeah. like, he could have started. Something like, more low-key. He could have yeah. replicated this 20 times. Oh, yeah. He could have made a whole, like, well, underground academy system. But, yeah. Bishop fucking Sycamore. Okay, so... We're gonna do this after the podcast, right? We're gonna make yeah, our we're own. gonna get together yeah, with well, the blueprints there, guys. Yeah. yeah. All we need is all we need is a formal Ohio State Charlotte player. Charlotte Kings Academy. We need a bad Char- uh, banker, and then we need a church. <laughs> Once you have those three things, you can make a football team. Yeah. <laughs> Kings of Christ Academy, welcome. Wow, mm. I'm pretty sure there's already one of those out there. There, there is a uh, King's College in Charlotte, so got to be careful. We got, that you got to do. Oh, you I mean, got, we you can know, get rid of with one form of fraud, dude. You got to go the other one. What was it? Christians of Faith Academy go? It's like 
Heroes Academy or like something like that. (laughs) (laughs) On the seventh day, Heroes Academy. Jesus Mary Joseph Academy. (laughs) (laughs) What's the What's the prostitute from the Bible? Is that Mary Magdalene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mary Magdalene Academy. I think that would work. Billy's face is like, we're going to get canceled so quick. It's actually a girls only school. Oh, our, our, oh I already got it too. All Our football team only throws Hail Marys. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, man. Wow. Let's, let Jesus take the wheel. Yeah. All right. Uh, and the ball. August. Were you going to say something? Uh, the. Billy's joke there, the hey. usual, hit me like 30 seconds after it was said. Oh, nice. That's the ADHD. <laughs> August 27th, 2021, Bishop Sycamore traveled to McKee's Rocks, Pennsylvania, uh-huh. to play Stowe Rocks, a double-A powerhouse who went undefeated in 2021. Do you guys want to guess what the score was? How does How does he get these people to like play him in the first place well i'll tell you we'll get into they that. lost to it uh, okay. they lost um, to an undefeated team we're get okay we're Is guessing that what you said we're guessing the they score. went undefeated right. in the previous year the the team they lost to was undefeated this is the first year. game <clears throat> they're about to play of the year 58 to right. zero uh, it's a double a program so wait, what so that how means is bishop, bishop how was Bishop Sycamore's first season? You said double A? No, bi- no. Right? Bishop Sycamore is like an academy team. Yeah. They're, they're not really, like, they could be 1A, 2A size in school, but they're supposed to have a roster and talent of like a 4A, 5A school. Can we just remember okay. that this is a like not a real place? <laughs> it's, like, it's so real. <laughs> I wrote about it. Well, I'm just wondering, like, how it can be like a... You said like a new program. No, no, yeah, Bishop Sycamore's brand new. Right. He, yes. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering how he's getting put into these like decent tier programs. Because you promise people that you have talent, and you promise people you have D1 athletes, and you promise people that you're a together enough program to play. You're able to get to the games. We'll you're able to play. You can play yeah. competitively. You can go home. I just don't understand how one person can promise so much smoke yeah there's a lot of oversight yeah. on the other team there's yeah. a ton of oversight yeah and we'll okay. get into that i'm going with 48 to zero okay 48 zero going 35 three they got a field goal in there wow actually okay that's, that's good what'd you say 58 nothing yeah, chase 58 nothing it was 19 to 7 oh they oh. lost 19 to 7 not okay. bad yeah they were right. competitive yeah bruh just lie your way. Now, one reason for this might have been because Bishop Sycamore wore black jerseys to the game. Why do you think I'm pointing this out? Isn't are you, is the away team supposed to wear the light colors? The other team wear black or something. The other team wore black jerseys. So it's hard to see. <laughs> so, <laughs> so <laughs> because Stowe Rock's home colors were black. It was black on black, and it's. It, I don't know if you've ever played a sport where somebody's wearing the exact same colors as you, yeah, it's with yeah. helmets and unidentifying features like numbers. Yeah, 
It's so difficult. You're basically just running the whole game. You're like, fuck it. Your players are blocking your own players. Yeah. The, the receivers have no idea what's going on behind them. It's just chaos. <laughs> this guy's a genius. I don't think he's stupid. No, he's oh, no I'm not I saying mean, he's stupid. I think he is. I'm wondering, yeah, he's a very good con man. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll get into that. Okay. Hey, he, right. called the, he called the other team's coach and was like, what, what color are you wearing tomorrow? <laughs> Black? Oh, yeah, we have whites. Yeah, we have whites. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, no, get the blacks in the, the, the bus. No, leave the whites at home. <laughs> home teams normally wear their home colors, while the opposing team normally wears white. Okay. A fairly yeah. standard practice at any level of organized sports. No. This is an occurrence that does not happen often at the high school level, or at any level at that. Maybe they just forgot their away jerseys at home. Or perhaps they don't have them at all. (laughs) Actually, yeah. Earlier in the month of August, before Bishop Sycamore played their first game, they started a GoFundMe. Of course they did. And I'll read it, but they had more spelling errors than Chase does over the span of a month in texting with me. Fair, fair. So I had to to edit it. I had to edit it because it was just going to make me sound like I'm making fun of the people, and I don't want to do that. Because there there are... Good people getting hurt and all this, but yeah, we are Bishop Sycamore, a new football program getting established in Columbus, Ohio. We play a national schedule, which is ranked fourth in the nation. Where they got fourth from, I have no. Dude, fucking they clue. didn't want to be high enough mm-hmm. to be suspicious. Fourth is great, but low enough to be like, <laughs> oh, okay. oh, we're we're looking yeah. at the top three. Yeah, Just below the podium. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We have gathered young men from all over the country in the pursuit of a similar goal. We currently need your assistance with helping these young men achieve their goals and inspire other young men to do the same. It takes a community to raise a child. And it also takes a fraudulent loan from a bad banker to build a team. No, that's not in it. Please be that community and help these young men. Please help us with funding, the team meals, travel expenses, and equipment costs. Oh, I already see where this is going. So that was before the season started, like a couple months before the season started. They're already asking for GoFundMe. And when I yeah. looked at it, it was like $482 were in the GoFundMe. There's yeah. like oh, no God. money in it. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, there's no way they got whites. Like that's, that's how yeah. I look at it. There's just no way. So their missing away jerseys can also be tied down to the fact the program was underfunded. A new program struggling with equipment and travel expenses is nothing out of the ordinary within the realm of high school football programs. But this was different. This was, fo- this was a football academy that self-proclaimed to have a roster on the level of a major football academies in America. Something was off. Anyways, like most high school football teams, Bishop Sycamore packed up and drove the three-plus-hour drive home on Friday night to review and reflect on their loss. Then, come Sunday, just two days later, like most high school football teams, they would be ready to play against... Again, in a national spotlight. What? Okay. So okay. I'll tell you guys, I'll break it down for you. So for those of you unfamiliar, a high school football program, no matter the size, plays one game in a week. Okay, yeah. Right. Some teams sense. play a game on a Monday and a Friday in the same week if pressed. So like during COVID, teams okay. would sometimes yeah. play Monday, Friday. But never in the same weekend. And so our story okay. begins where it ends. So Bishop Sycamore played a game on a Friday night. Yeah. Then they drove home to Columbus, Ohio. Then Saturday morning they woke up and drove all the way to Bradenton, Florida. 
to go God. play against IMG Academy on Sunday. A day of rest. What? So that's what was leading up to that game. And driving like they already 20 played. hours? I mean, yeah. And we'll get into why they drove instead of flew. Well, oh, we I know. have an idea. Know. <laughs> we but know. The GoFundMe didn't, did, didn't did, did they even have like a bus to get yeah, there? Yeah, so usually when you go to play an away game, especially against a better team, they'll help fund travel expenses. So like okay. they'll pay you to come play to them. Come play them. Oh. And usually that means you're going to fuck them. But you're at least giving them some way to get there and back. Yeah, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. August 29th, two days later. Bishop Sycamore traveled to Bradenton, Florida to play IMG Academy as a part of the Geico Kickoff Classic. There are two things I think I should explain. The Geico Kickoff Classic is like the collegiate basketball tournaments you have at the beginning of the season. So kind of like the Maui Invitational, Uh, those kinds of stuff. It's purpose to bring in viewership by highlighting the best high school athlete programs in the country. Putting them against each other and letting them play. That's really all it is because you don't get many times to play people outside of your conference and stuff for these bigger schools. Yeah. So when these academies get a chance to pit themselves against like the five A, four A big schools of like, you know, Nevada, California, and Florida, yeah. it's a big deal. Um, and then IMG Academy is one of, if not the premier sports academy in the country. And and I, and I read an article, and this is what they said about IMG Academy. IMG Academy is more closely resembles an assembly line for collegiate programs than a mainstream high school, privately owned and operated by William Morris Endeavor Agency. IMG is explicitly designed to funnel talent to the college programs. Oh, my God. And eventually professional ones. It costs many tens of thousands of dollars a year for students not on scholarship. For many a high school. High school. high school. It costs more than most colleges if you oh aren't my God. a fucking scholarship player. So that's what I'm saying. You have to be either wealthy or, or talented. Yeah. That's the only way you're mm-hmm. on at the school. Dang. Teams from all over the country want to play against IMG Academy. Why? The same article had this to say. It gave them instant credibility. Like good publicity. Right, yeah. It's like a junior college playing Notre Dame. But Notre Dame is an actual college with actual students, actual classes, and a long history of things it provides for students that are not sports. And I said, think Michigan versus App State. You guys remember that football game mm-hmm. where App State beat Michigan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Literally cemented App State. Like, App State's been pretty much good ever since. Yeah. They're, they're, gonna... not, they're not, like, top... 10 in the country good but yeah. they've, they've kind of bumped themselves in the top 25 yeah, people know years like they know app state reasonably yeah. now yep. yeah so img academy touted nine top 300 ranked players in its senior class alone they also had 10 top 300 ranked players in their junior class as well oh meeting pretty much their entire fucking 20 is starting 22 is receiving numerous division one offers right they're just, uh, they're just that good. Their whole starting team is just going to be full of D1 athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the, For this reason, IMG Academy was picked to play in the finale of the Geico Kickoff Classic. So, our athletes head into this game after this weekend. Friday night, players make the three-plus-hour drive to Pittsburgh from Columbus, or to Columbus from Pittsburgh. Friday night, the players play an undefeated Stowe Rocks and lose 19-7. Friday night after the loss, they drive back. Saturday morning, players wake up early and drive the 17-plus-hour drive to Columbus to Bradenton, Florida. I don't know if you've ever been in a car with more than three people, 
it's a nightmare. A ten-hour trip turns into twelve. We yeah we yeah we've driven to Miami. Well okay yeah I don't know. okay that just sounds even worse. The f- the smell yeah just God the did, smell alone. Did, I, I I hope they at least clean the jerseys and stuff after the game. They didn't have the money for it. They uh they definitely cleaned them, Billy. <laughs> uh, we're gonna assume. Sunday morning, players wake up and prepare to face one of the best high school football teams in the country. Why didn't they fly to Bradenton, you ask? Well, one player who was on the roster at the time had this to say, and I loved finding these. These are great. Oh, yeah. Quote, oh, my God. We took a dude on the team that was straight out of jail and put him on the team <laughs> when he graduated in 2019. Straight out of the cell. We couldn't fly on the plane to IMG Academy because people had warrants out for their arrest. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. I love that line. Straight you know, out of the cell. Straight out <laughs> of the cell. Them up. Like, yeah, they're like, oh, man, you're free they now. They came out right. of prison, like, with that prison bulk, probably, like, Yeah. He graduated in 2019. Someone. That dude was, like, 20 years yeah. old. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, God. That's, that's so, that was so funny to me. <laughs> this could be pure speculation. Another answer is the fact that they were struggling with funds, but nonetheless, a wild accusation. Yet, IMG Academy still continued to pair to play, even though Bishop Sycamore decided to drive instead of fly. Oh, and head ball coach Roy Johnson asked for the money up front for travel expenses. Oh my God, of course Very he did. strange. That's like super <laughs> strange. It's as I put in here, it's like being an Uber driver and asking your riders to pay you before you come and pick them up days in advance. Like that it just screams I have no money to even get there. Yeah. So it's just so it's so wild to even oh to ask for money up front. If you're trying to be a accredited univer or high school academy, yeah. You don't ask for money up front. And you know what? He was probably like he wasn't asking for flight money. You know, he was asking for money. No, he was asking for gas get money. Get the bus there. <laughs> and IMG looked at it and we're like, it's really not that much money. It's, yeah, it's, 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 it's too close to the game now. I guess we can support him. One of our students' tuitions could uh, <laughs> fund this for a year. Yeah, uh, fire, fire Timmy. He sucks. Yeah. Just let him let him go to the other universities. Where did the intern? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So after the long drive, Bishop Sycamore laced up and headed onto the field for the biggest game in the young program's career. How do they prepare for such a game, you might ask? How about in your regular practice schedule? That's always nice. Oh my God. Or the alleged playbook being one of the coaches picked off Madden. You know, <laughs> I don't hate it. <laughs> I don't either. I mean, it could be off of something like, I don't know. It could, he could have said like drawn in crayon or something. I don't know. Like. Yeah. At least he went for something he could reference. When you know, when we play pickup football with, you know, our post college out of shape friends, the Madden plays are the best ones. Mm-hmm. You know, the routes are simple. No one's overthinking but it. They're in color for who you're supposed to pass it to. <laughs> right. That's all I can ask for. Yeah. There's lines. I mean, the blue ones means he's blocking first. <laughs> I I look at the people like buttons on a controller. Yeah. You know? <laughs> B, 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 go! What are you doing? <laughs> You're blowing it. Or how about this? To really get the players in the mood to play football. I don't know if you guys did this, but I definitely did this as a pregame like ritual. Like to get myself really into it. The alleged authorization from Coach Roy for the players to go beat the snot out of some homeless guys in the neighborhood. 
What? I, dude, I don't know about you, but punching, <laughs> punching a dude who's just, just out of it off whatever drug venture he just went on, just punching the fuck out of him, crap out really of made me feel good as that a is, human. And <laughs> I'm sure the guy who just got out of jail was really into it. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's what he probably got the advice from. Yeah. He was like, hey, what gets you fired up? And yeah. he's just like, I like to beat up homeless people. <laughs> he's like, let's go beat up some let's homeless people. We are doing that. Hey, this yes. is actually great practice for our field goal kicker. We have him line it up and kick a homeless person in the face as hard as he can. <laughs> oh my God. This is just so far opposite from what we started at today with the coach praying in the circle yeah oh my god oh my god well prepared and ready to play bishop sycamore took the field after one quarter it took just one quarter and it became very apparent the difference between the two teams that bishop sycamore with a score of 23 to nothing announcers had quarter in the quarter announcers had this to say about what was unfolding in front of an audience that numbered in millions I'm gonna do my I'm gonna do my <coughs> announcer voice. Okay, all right. Uh, yeah, it's it's very very clear that they can't match up. Uh, no, they can't, Bob. They can't match up, and you already saw <laughs> Trillian Harris, their quarterback, get dinged up. And the last thing you want is to have this showcase on national TV. The point to finish here is you look at IMG Academy, and this is the most talented prep team in the country. <laughs> Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of Division One prospects on their roster, and to be frank. A lot of that, we could not verify. They did not show up in our database. They did not show up in the databases of our other recruiting services. So, okay, that's what you're telling us? Fine. That's how we'll take it in. From what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight. And there's got to be a point where you're worried about health and safety. I already am worried about it. I think this could potentially be dangerous given the circumstances and the mismatch that we have here. And quite honestly, Bishop Sigmore doesn't have... Not only the frontline players, but they don't have the depth in case anything were to happen to their roster with a kid or two here throughout the remaining two quarters of this football game. That was after one quarter. I you know. You know, I, that was probably said, but you know the coach didn't give a shit about their health. Oh, no. Oh, no. no. Oh, no. I was about to say, you know, the only thing I think he did wrong was he, he tried to push it too far. Yeah. Into the spotlight. If yeah. he would have just hovered, mm-hmm. he would have been fine. But it's not like he was making money off of this. No. He was what did he, did he just... He was losing other people's money. Yeah. Like, did he just want to be a football coach that bad? Well, we'll see. Kind of goes back to that point earlier, doesn't it? Oh, my... Publicity, yeah. Oh, my okay. God. Yeah. Roy Johnson had gotten his players the game he promised. But at what cost? A blowout defeat of 58 to nothing. Oof. The second defeat in three days, numerous injuries to the team's starting players, and the kicker, an investigation into who the fuck was Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> One investigator found the issues, found that issues with Bishop Sycamore go well back into the previous season. Game cancellations plagued their 2019 season. Games were canceled for various reasons, like not providing a roster to organizers not booking hotel accommodations, or the biggest reason, opponents discovering the team was using players who were older than high school football players. <laughs> Which, oh, no. I don't know about you guys, but I think... So weird. When you're putting 21-year-olds out there against uh, 15-year-olds, it's kind of a mismatch. I mean, when you're drinking a fifth on the field, 
Someone's got to investigate. When you're going to the local Columbus jail and finding the, the youngest 19, 20-year-old people out there and asking them to hit 15-year-olds, not going to fly. Not, no. I don't know. I probably wouldn't stack well against a 15-year-old oh, right now. God. No. I'm, I mean, I wouldn't either, but... <laughs> Bishop Sycamore touted a roster of 30 to 35 players. Many of these players can be considered post-grad players. So for what you guys, post-grad is like a gap year. Basically take one year, but it's kind of like your freshman season a little bit, but you take that freshman year and you go to a JUCO or like a smaller college that's literally just kind of like an academy, a high school academy. So it's like a very small level, but it helps you. You still play, they have connections, and you can go to the next level. That's kind of like a post-grad, but this is high school. So you shouldn't be post-grad in high school. Uh, some of the players from Bishop Sycamore have actually played in games at the junior college level and were years older than most high school athletes. When ESPN asked for Bishop Sycamore's roster, they gave them an incomplete list of names without jersey numbers. Wow. <laughs> That's ESPN saw that, and they were like, yep, let's run it. Yep. Let's get hey, this someone, on there. Someone, yep. uh... Get this kickoff going. We're about to make millions. God. Even with this blatant red flag, ESPN still ran the game. Apparently, ESPN used a third-party promoter called Paragon Marketing to set up and do the necessary prep work to get the game ready to be aired live. The owner of Paragon Marketing had this to say about the fiasco. Ghazi said that they would have canceled the game had they had known that the same kids played earlier in the weekend, and they had held out hope that Bishop Sycamore perhaps fielded two teams with a split squad approach oh to the two god. contests oh my god which is not what happened <laughs> you could look at the you can literally credit. look at the previous game film and see the same people same numbers yeah. everything when i was reading this they were they didn't have enough money to get uniforms and shoulder pads helmets and stuff like that that matched so like kids different kids were wearing like different colored helmets and shit oh my god, god. it's just it, it was it's so Poor From managed. a production standpoint, you know, like the production people probably didn't care that much. There was a lot, probably a lot of red flags. There was a lot of, where's the names list? The the commentators need this. The yeah. announcers need right. this. Well, uh, we don't have it. We just got to run it. Say the numbers on the jerseys, you know. Just, you know, they're being paid by ESPN. ESPN is too high up to care what's going on. The other people have no power to say no. Yeah. So they just ran it. Yeah. There was no split squad approach. Instead, they used the play the same players both ways approach. (laughs) With the limited roster, players were expected to play both ways in both the game on Friday night and Sunday against arguably the most talented team in the country. To make matters worse, kids between the two games were having to use mismatched helmets, indicating that the team was woefully short on equipment. Bishop Sycamore had put its own players at risk, and for what? Paragon paid Bishop Sycamore not enough to cover travel expenses to take part in the thrashing. So what did Bishop Sycamore gain out of all this? Publicity. Uh, uh, A lot of it, you can say, was self-inflicted. This is a quote. A lot of it, you can say, was self-inflicted, and I'm willing to say that, Tyron Jackson said. But at the time... At the same time, that's probably from a head down type of thing. Don't attack these kids. Don't take that part from them. Not that they don't have a season, possibly. Once the smoke clears, we're national news. Whoever does schedule us next will be national news. Tyron Jackson, current head coach of Bishop Sycamore, said that. Oh, my God. 
Wow. He's so not wrong. Whole, and he's not he's wrong. He's not wrong. And yeah. I hate that. I hate that. Dude, he's, yeah. he's absolutely not wrong because I've never heard of Bishop Sycamore mm-hmm. until right now. Mm-hmm. Damn. So, yeah, he, yeah, he's gonna. He's not wrong, but at the same time, how does Roy Johnson find other absolutely delusional people to go along with this? I don't think they're hard to find. That's yeah. I don't. I well, think... it goes back to that thing, man. It's like there's so little chance, like to play at you know to get to that level, and if you're yeah. trying to you know boost your career, you get to like try to go to an academy. Empty promises. Yep. Take whatever low standard shit you can find yeah shortly after every remaining game on bishop sycamore schedule was canceled to date no other program has scheduled a game with them roy johnson had coach head coach of the bishop sycamore football program was fired and had warrants out for his arrest (laughs) (laughs) no and if you guys that kind soul in case you guys didn't need already know this he still has not paid the hundred thousand dollars in debts oh and loans he owes. From, oh my god! <laughs> he also has a warrant oh. out for his arrest for not appearing in court over a domestic violence charge. Mm. He later argued this down though to criminal mischief. You know, <laughs> my, yeah. my 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 fist slipped. My bad, honey. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. Oh my god. The Bishop Sycamore scandal has shed some light on the amateur athletics world. High school athletes across the country are enrolled in systems like Bishop Sycamore. The promise of affordable education while pursuing... Well, I mean, I put that in there, but now that I'm rereading this, that's not affordable education even a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> it's good education. It's not affordable. While pursuing the opportunity to play at the next level is just too good to pass up. But when the school's existence is primarily there for greedy coaches who pursue a big payday, kids' futures are put at risk. Quote, We do not offer curriculum, Jackson said. We are not a school. That's not what Bishop Sycamore is. And I think that's God. what the biggest misconception about us was. And that was our fault because that was a mistake on paperwork. <laughs> that's one of, the, yeah. <laughs> yep. one of the worst. That's that's excuses. not your spokesperson. Let's just be honest. That's not no. your spokesperson. Oh, yeah. That is a. They would have gotten away with this, man. They, sh- oh. sh- they push it too hard. Yep. Yeah. Oh my you can God. just run low. Oh, man. You'd have an easy life. Yeah. A mistake on paperwork is not what took a year pursuing their dreams from these athletes. Assholes like Tyron Johnson, Mm -hmm. Jackson, and Roy Johnson are to blame for that. Uh But Uh the silver lining, everybody knows the name Bishop Sycamore. I mean, (laughs) I think about it, and like, if you, you, it's a real good pity story Mm -hmm. to come from, like, hey, I was a part of uh, Bishop Sycamore. Like, I got screwed over talking to coaches. Like your senior year now, being like, "Hey, I just want like a genuine shot," because then you could say like, "Oh, I was willing to do anything yeah. to play football still." Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, well, this was. Do you, do you this, think this is going on somewhere else too? I'll get in there. I got one. Oh, <laughs> this was this was twenty what, twenty nineteen? Dude, it was last year, twenty twenty one. Wow. Oh well. In that case, I was going to say I'm surprised this isn't a movie yet. Mm-hmm. Oh, it will be. But, I mean, you can't film it any Roy year. Roy Johnson, so. and I know I know, there's some great actors who can play a good Roy Johnson. Oh, my God. So, I'll leave you with a line from the article I read that explains why Bishop Sycamore wasn't the first, nor will it be the last. But they were the loudest. Mm. Quote, Bishop Sycamore is the natural outcome of the amateur athletics ecosystem. A shadow world in which there's a ton of money floating around, or at least 
potential paydays down the road and no legitimate means to get it to the players. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you're crafty enough. Yeah. I mean, this guy almost made it work. I mean, he's if he gonna, had a better roster, if he had a better roster, he could have made it work. Dude, he's gonna. And that's double, scary to think he, about. He's gonna double down. I mean, or triple. Oh down. yeah, Roy Sorry. Johnson's not. We haven't heard I mean, the last of Roy he's, Johnson. He's gonna make. Yeah, he's just gonna, like Billy said, avoid the mm-hmm. spotlight. Next Florida Gators coach. <laughs> God, dude. If I saw Roy Johnson up there, I'd be like, how? What? <laughs> do we, do oh we just God. forget about 2021? It'd be speaking? another good story. I'd say that much. I would have to do another one of these. The rise and fall of Roy Johnson. The <laughs> rise, fall, and rise. rise of, yeah. <laughs> you speak tongues? How did he get here? Uh, That's the thing. I'm God. sure you see this in other sports and just other disciplines. Like, How many con artists do you think are doing this in like acting? Oh, dude. Oh, this, or, I mean, this is like taken from other people doing this in other sports or other yeah, yeah other areas of industries industries all that stuff i mean this dude literally just saw a way like when he started realizing he could create the first one and start getting these talented teams to play him even though it wasn't working out because there was some shady stuff going on he still realized oh i can still talk to these people if i have something so now he just ironed it out and hired something yeah and it worked like it's just it's so crazy. He had he it literally is a blueprint for anybody to do this. And imagine if somebody with money did this. You know? <laughs> like Oh yeah, if they actually had some yeah. funds if to they start. They actually it. had funds, you know? And we just had a big crypto boom. So mm. <laughs> a lot of idiots out there with a lot yeah. of money. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be an NFT football team. Oh my god, could you imagine? Just have like what, what's a good NFT coin? Ape. Board ape. Come yeah. Coin Academy. Yeah. <laughs> Come Rocket. Come, Come Rocket School of the Deaf. <laughs> <laughs> the trick is none of them are deaf. <laughs> oh, you, do we really need oh, to ask? God. We're really good at football, though. <laughs> well, that's it, fellas. What do you guys think? Uh, <laughs> we'll start with Billy. I, Billy, you give us your, your little... Oh I'm just upset because he could have gotten away with it. That's where I'm at. He could have. He could, he just needed to stay low, and he would have been fine. So you're pro Roy Johnson. I'm pro Roy Johnson. Man. <laughs> he he did some smart tactics. You think about it. He does he does anything he can to win. Yeah. He brought in a you know a guy that was right out of a cell. You yeah. know, picked he, him up. He he obviously cheated with the away jerseys. Like that's just a brilliant move. I I see, I see a lot of brilliancy. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of D1 could coaches could use that. Mm-hmm. He could use he could mm-hmm. be yeah, he could be a politician. But yeah, that's I mean good on him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I like I am 100% sure he's going to do it again. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to be like not maybe obviously not this year, but like 2 years from now. It's gonna be on. People will like, forget, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like Sports Center is gonna have it as like a little tidbit, like a little tagline. Be like, yeah, he's uh, he's back, but uh, you know, he's with a legit program now. Like you like know, like the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like someone's just gonna pick him up because they need something, and he's got the publicity. So you know, why not? He's winning. Um. Yeah, you you've seen the end of Roy Johnson. There's yeah, no okay. way he's going to get very far. When I mean very far, he won't get far at all. Before someone's like, this this fucking guy again? Can we cancel him already? <laughs> Do you, who who let him even into this meeting? Like, 
So what if I told you guys that Roy Johnson just started up a school in Canada? <laughs> no. I'm fucking with you. Oh, my God. <laughs> there's, See, there's belief there. Yeah. I would be like, uh, all right. Well, oh, man. You know what? Uh, what are your thoughts? What are you, uh, my thoughts? Well, after writing all this, well, honestly, dude, when I started on the Bishop Sycamore train, it was really, it was kind of recently after they played that game and everything. I remember being like, who, what the fuck did they, where, how did they come? I remember putting in the meme guys group me about it. And I was like, dude, this is the wildest story I've ever heard of. A team, a no-name team came on over and played the best team in high school. That's crazy. And then I started reading into it and I had to connect so many dots. And when I looked into Roy Johnson, I saw how many times he'd done this before. Dude, there's no way we won't see another Bishop Sycamore. There's just no way. But now they realize there's a crucial flaw, money. Mm-hmm. If you don't have the money, you're not going to be able to make it happen. Sure. But you could start up a school in a fucking subway tomorrow. Call it <laughs> Subway University High School. It does not matter. And if you have the money to support players to play, teams aren't going to always look into it. They're just not. I mean, ESPN's already saying that they handle this with a third-party people. I don't understand how third-party people who their only job is to vet teams didn't even second-guess Bishop Sycamore. There's just no way. It's just going to happen again. Yeah. But we'll see if it's on this crazy of a scale. I don't know. I mean, I don't think we're going to be seeing – what's that movie with Adam Sandler where they play the uh, guards in a football game? Oh, oh, uh, the longest, longest yard. yard. Yeah, yeah. We, I don't think we're gonna see like a young longest yard situation. Yeah, you know, I don't think yeah. it's gonna get to that point. But I do think people are gonna be able to scalp really good high school players from other teams with the promise of this. Doing that, yeah. And just repeat it. But I do. I I just think it's kind of fucking insane. I've never heard of anything like this before, so I wanted to write about it. Yeah, I just. Uh, I mean, this was twenty twenty one, so last fucking year yeah as much as i want to say like no won't happen people will like look into it be smarter after it happened in the mainstream media one time but last year yeah Yeah. so it's because of these academy programs they they weren't they really weren't around 10 years ago yeah they they were there but they weren't as prominent now people are like this i can't remember what was the name of the people who own img academy or, or do that but they put millions and millions of dollars a year into this, but they get it all back. Like people pay forty, fifty thousand dollars to go to IMG Academy. It's insane. So I just don't see there's so much money there, but it's not gonna go back to the players. But but yeah, I think uh, I think we've talked enough, but that's a story. Um maybe have anything. Are we, are we gonna do this uh the beer rating? Oh, the beer rating. Go around before we, we cap her off. Yeah. <laughs> On a scale of F to S, Billy. Shock top for me. Yeah, it goes F, D, C, B, A, S. S. S tier. It's like a tier super special. Superior. Superior. Yes. So shock top for me has always been pretty good. I don't put it above Blue Moon. I'll say it's a C tier. It's a solid beer, but nothing special. Yeah, I was about to say I, I, I'm right in between the uh, I'm I'm like CB tier. I yeah. do like it, but I agree with Billy, and you know it's always better with an orange. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna put it on the same tier as Blue Moon. Granted, we don't have a Blue Moon in front of us, 
Um, I think the flavor is pretty similar, but it's yeah. a lighter option. I'm not going to take blue moons out in the summer heat, but true. I could take a shock top out there and kill a few. That's a, yeah, true. yeah, sure. So um, I'd put them both, you know, CB in there. It's good flavor, but not uh, not too heavy. Can't have like eight of them, you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I could. <laughs> I could. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go with B. I think it's a good B beer. Nice. It's light and... I always like the the Belgian whites, so I give it a B. Yeah, and you know we're gonna try a lot of different beers, obviously. Yes, yeah, so um, some of these will change. We'll keep on it'll rolling. Be, you know, stouts, sours, locals, domestics. Um, shit, maybe we'll do a seltzer sometime. Mm-hmm. And if but any I, beer wants to make it on the podcast, all they need to do is give us a hundred thousand dollars on a loan. Yeah, <laughs> we'll let you meet Start Jay our, Richardson, our famous football <laughs> team. Yeah. And maybe you, too, could be on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we're going to keep them all on the same scale. Just kind of compare them to likewise beers, but we're not going to separate them out. Yep. Well, uh, for anybody who, you know, will listen to this in the future, thank you for joining us. Um, This is the inaugural podcast for this, and I will continue writing in the future. Um, We're just kind of get together in the future and keep drinking together and have a good time and do our thing. If uh, if you enjoyed the show, let us know what you think about uh, post-game prayers. And um, don't be a Jay Richardson. Yeah, yeah. Don't be Jay Richardson. Wow, wow, wow. Last second podcast. Wow, wow, wow. What a great outro. What a great outro. <laughs>